When I first found Schedulicity, it was a great way to make appointments from anywhere and really know when I was and wasn't working. Then I started using it for marketing purposes and time management needs. It's been so great. Throughout the years, they've supported me in so many ways. And through their Schedulicity Cares grant, I have been able to make my salon a much more green and friendly environment. It's really meant a lot to me, everything that they've done over the past few years, and especially throughout this shutdown. I mean, it's just an amazing thing to offer your product to people in a time when we need it most. Thank you, Schedulicity. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, CEO and founder of Schedulicity, and we're proud to bring you this amazing podcast. Of course, I'm sitting with my boy Tom. What's up, bud? What's going on, brother? Nothing, man. Chilling like a villain. Hey, man. I'm I'm pretty excited today because I think I'm gonna uh, really learn something that I have no clue about. I, I'm I, well. I'll, I'll I'll agree with you that I have no clue about it, but I'm still a little bit hesitant to kind of like find out what it's about because um it's become a hot uh I guess a a, a hot word or a hot phrase um over the last couple couple uh couple months so i'm, I'm really interested in I'm mainly i'm just interested in learning about what's going on yeah it, not only that at the end of the day it's supposed to be very beneficial for our hairdresser friends well you know how much we love that right right so anything that's going to be beneficial to our hairdresser friends we want to learn about it. we definitely want to learn about it so uh today on the podcast we're bringing on michelle pritchard and um just to be frank michelle called me um because we've uh well we met a few years ago so we've had a we've had a, where do we meet we, we met at the modern salon digital summit in la uh, it was yeah. and i was just saying that it was it was one of our most fun can you say most fun what well, we just did it was one <laughs> of our most fun events that um that that we've kind of ever done and we got to learn we got to meet so many um, uh, people, mainly like, mainly like up and coming uh, people. I mean, we were still the old dudes in the room, but there were so many like up and coming, like amazing hairdressers there. But we still, I mean, we interviewed so many great hairdressers, you know, that's, you know, it's killing it still today, but it is one of the events that I'm sadly that they never redid it because it was definitely by far one of my favorite events. And I think like, I, I guess there was like a thousand people there or something. Um, and I think if they just kept growing, it kept growing, it kept growing. Cause it was all the names. It was all the faces in the industry, like under like one roof. It was like more than digital summit. It was kind of like, and we, we use this word too much, but you know, it was like an influencer like party really for a whole weekend. Yeah. And, and, and you know, but it wasn't, you know, just set out for influencers. It was set out for everybody who yeah. wanted to, to attend. They only had so many tickets, but I mean, you could have hung out with all the influencers, right? Yeah. They were available, but it was just everybody educating everybody on their skill and strength. And yeah. It was it was so. I mean, it was so cool. I, we yeah. miss it. It, what, what was cool about it too is like you know, again, I'm putting this in quote marks. The influencers they were in the audience. They weren't just on the stage, right? They were just kind of hanging out, watching what everyone had to say about. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, were, they would have been sitting right next to you. Yeah, and, exactly. You know what I mean? And and probably what changed it. Our uh, trajectory is uh, we uh, got to meet Schedulicity that day. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that was a Schedulicity day, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we, we were interviewing, uh, I think, Philip Wolf and uh, Jerry in the background just, you know, was uh, just, you know, a fan of what we were doing. And uh, we, we couldn't connect necessarily that weekend right. with him, but he reached out to us uh, a week later. And, you know, next thing you know, we're in Bozeman, Montana. And, uh, the very cool Bozeman, Montana. Who it, knew before we got there, right? But the way he, the way he was talking about our industry, and he's not even, you know, I mean, right. he helps our industry. But you know, it was like, man, this dude is all about 
the hairdresser, about the barber, about the, the industry. And, you know, we wanted to connect with him and we've and, been and, friends ever since. And, and he proves that every opportunity he gets, but you know, enough about, you know, modern salon and stuff. Uh, yeah. I know Michelle's are dying right there. She's like, just get to Michelle Pritchard. Right. So, so uh, we're bringing Michelle Pritchard on the, on the podcast today. She reached out to me uh, about a month ago, about six weeks ago. And she said, Hey, I want to talk about affiliate marketing. And she just gave me a little taste of what it is. And um, so I want to get into it. Um, affiliate marketing is probably, I mean, it seems like, like you were saying, could be the next wave for hairdressers and, and, and how we can, um, and how we can benefit, um, benefit our businesses, right? hundred percent. All right, cool. Should we get in? Yeah. Miss Michelle Pritchard, welcome to your day off. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you so much. So before we actually get into affiliate marketing, let's learn a little bit about who you are. Where did you grow up? How did you get in the industry, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> let's, let's get into this. All right, great. So it's definitely an interesting story. So I've been living outside of Philadelphia for about 15, 16 years now, but I actually grew up in West Virginia. And my first um, thing that I wanted to be when I grew up was I wanted to be a dancer or, or a dance teacher, and I wanted to dance on Broadway. And so I actually went away to college, and I thought that it was going to be this most amazing experience ever, and I got to college, and it was just not for me. <laughs> and so I called my mom about six weeks later and I said, you know what, this is not it. I don't, I'm not sure I want to do this. I, I'm, I'm just really unhappy and I want to come home. And she said, okay, well you can come home and we'll figure it out. And to backtrack, my mom is one of those moms that she does not let you quit anything. If you start something, you have to finish it out. And that is just the way it goes. So when she said that to me, I felt like she really heard me. So I get back to West Virginia. I was actually away in college in North Carolina. And I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I said, you know what? I'm just going to move to New York City and I'm just going to figure it out. And she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so at that time, she was actually a... Um, she was actually a teacher at a beauty school at our little local beauty school in um, my hometown. And she said to me, you know what, why don't you go to hair school? You, it will only take you, you know, a little over a year to get your license and then you'll be able to move wherever you want. And you'll always have something to fall back on. And, you know, I thought she was crazy. I didn't want to be a hairstylist. Um, and, and, and I thought that I didn't want to be a hairstylist, right? I was like, no, 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 that's not the dream. So um, I let her talk me into it. And um, she actually said to me, this is a mom that never let you quit anything. And she said, if you go for three months and you hate it, you can quit. And I said, okay, deal. Because this is just my mom who's always raised me to not quit anything. Mm -hmm. And you know how your mom just knows you more than anybody else? I mm -hmm. felt like she was helping me figure something out that I probably already knew, but didn't want to acknowledge because I was also the girl growing up that did everybody's hair for prom and dances and all the things. Right. And so I got to beauty school and I thought, Oh, this is it. And then I went to my first hair show, actually two and a half months into hair school. And that sealed the deal for me. So here I am in the hair industry and I have literally been obsessed since that moment, and I was sitting in the audience with my mom, mind you, she went to this hair show with me because she was a hairstylist. And I said, I want to do that when I grow up or when I'm, you know, into this industry further. And she said, what? And I said, I want to inspire other people the way that person right there has inspired me. And the rest is kind of history in the sense of in this industry, I am all about sharing and motivating and not only getting that from others, but giving back every chance that I can get, whether it's a small scale or a big scale. Yeah, I think that's why we connect with you so much because you do have the same heart as Hair to Street in the sense of you want to share, give back and really help those that inspire those that uh, really want to learn and grow. So before we move on, we're in West Virginia. because I have a brother who lives right outside of Harper's Ferry in, uh, in near yeah, Char so in Charleston. I'm actually much more Southern than that. I'm, in, I'm originally from Huntington, which is kind of like on the border of Kentucky and Ohio. Okay. Oh, that's right. So it's about probably four hours from Harper's Ferry, which is crazy because the state is small, but huge. But right? huge exactly. <laughs> Little people, yeah, lots of land. <laughs> Michelle, where, where was the hair show that you went to? The very first one. It was in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, nice. And I can't remember the name of it, which is kind of odd. 
Um, but it was one where all the big brands were at. I mean, it was a huge hair show. And I believe they still have that hair show to this day, but I don't know the actual name of the show. Your premiere is there, right? Yeah, premiere does it. Because premiere is in Columbus. Uh, they it used could to be, be premiere. Yeah, it could be, it, yeah. Or, or whatever premiere was called they wanted us to come there that one. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Columbus year. that one time. Hey, do you remember the artist that was sitting on stage that inspired you so much? Yes, I actually do. It was George Alderte, and he was with oh, yeah. Redken. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows George. He's, you know, he's out in You LA. know what? Now he that you brought George up, I owe George a huge apology because George <laughs> actually reached out to us about coming on the podcast. And ironically enough, or coincidentally enough, I guess, we were at a premiere of Philadelphia when he reached out to me. And, oh. and by the end of the weekend, like, he was, you know, like you get all up, you know, you're all in show mode. And it just, I owe you an apology, George, and I owe you a phone call and whatever. And uh, interesting enough, he texted me, Michelle. Loser. I know, right? He texted me, Michelle, <laughs> and we're sitting at the table with Jen Plank and Justin Isaacs. So, and, no and way. No, it gets even weirder. As George texts me, uh, Jen's talking about <laughs> George, literally at the same time. And it was like, it, it was like, it was just so weird. But anyways, yeah, George, we, we gotta get you. home. I know, right? <laughs> That's awesome. You know, um, it's funny because a very, very similar thing happened to Philip Wolf when he talked about it, and he said that he went to a hair show. Actually, his very, very first day in the industry, right? Yeah. Like the guy just took him to a hair show, and he watched Gino on stage. That's and, amazing. And, and, and he was like, Gino was made him like. I belong in this industry. This is where I belong. Finally, I found where I belong, and he found that yeah. on the very first day. And um, and uh, and and uh, it was Gino. So that's why I was kind of hoping. A little part of me was hoping it was Gino again, but but that's okay. George is awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so so you came back from the show with your mom, and you're like, Mom, I'm I'm in. I'm like I'm convinced that this is this is what I want to do. Yeah, I was, and from that moment on, I vowed to myself that I would never let that moment that ignited me not continue to do so. So I've been all about, you know, getting education, going to classes, um, going to hair shows. So I do that a lot. Like when people ask me about, you know, how often I travel and do things, obviously not now because we're in the middle of a pandemic, but I do it very often. And I do it very often because I know that it fills me up. And I'm so grateful that I had that experience so, so soon into school, because that is what really inspires me to keep growing and keep pushing forward and keep helping myself so I can continue to help others. Well, you're doing an amazing job at that. Um, Absolutely. You know, like I said, I mean, you are, you, we, we watch you all the time, you know, we watch your tutorials. I think it's amazing. Um, um, you know, I mean, we just, you're there, you know, we see you at the hair shows, we, we get to say hello and all that good, gosh, man, I never thought I would say how much I miss hair shows, but. Oh, I, I know. I, you, you know? <laughs> I yeah, thought you a little choked up when I said that. It's so crazy. Yeah, on that note, too, it's like, you know, those who, you know, a lot of times when you go to hair, sh hair shows, right, be, and, and go in there with, you know, with the mindset of not only what you want to learn out of it, but meeting like-minded people, right? So make the network connections, you know what I mean? Instead of just going and going through the, just the, the motion of it and, mm -hmm. and not, you know what I mean? With, with, with a chip on your shoulder, you know, you see some of those hairdressers with the chip on their shoulders, they just walk through and they, you know, not trying to engage, be open, be open arm, you know what I mean? Yes. Meet new people because everybody's there and they want to learn and they, and, and who knows, you never know who's going to uh, be there that can totally, uh, change uh, your course of hairdressing, you know what I mean? And, and really connect and just be open. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that that's the most amazing part about being in this industry is that you have really just bought into a group of people who are so much like you, even if you're different, we're all so similar and we are all craving the same thing and we connect in a in a way that I think a lot of industries don't know how to and it's 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 amazing it is amazing yeah I mean you're like Robert Cromine says you know we're the industry of misfits right and, and <laughs> yeah and we all fit together you know we're like this funky jigsaw puzzle that we all seem to you know and we are family somewhere. yeah absolutely I mean, yeah there's no doubt about it um, before we got on a little bit, we, we were talking about our relationships with like Instagram and with like TikTok. I know that like you've kind of gone over to TikTok, like you're slowly making that transition over and you said it's been really great, right? 
Yeah, it's really um, injected a fun factor that I was kind of maybe missing on Instagram. Now, I still love Instagram. I think the connection on Instagram and the way you build relationships are unparalleled. However, when I went over to TikTok, I started to feel like I was really being myself. And so I was creating content that was just a little bit more looser and fun. And it wasn't so strategic in what the grid looks like or what you're putting out in terms of what it looks like. And so in turn, I feel like it actually made my Instagram better. And then because of TikTok, because it's such an amazing platform where so you can be seen on such a big level, like I've had so many viral videos on there and I've never had a viral post or video ever on Instagram. So maybe I'm not building the relationship there, but these people are seeing me and they're also on Instagram. So then I'm coming back over to Instagram and building that relationship and making it go deeper. So it's been a really fun um, collaborative thing to really take what I was already doing to the next level. That's cool. It's pretty cool how you can use the two to, to really work together to build that, you know, deeper relationship with, with your viewers. Cause it's almost like a television show, right? Like a little series on TikTok, TikTok, yeah, you know, exactly. have you, um, have you gotten into the, uh, into the reels yet? I'm starting to do some of the reels. Um, to be honest, reels is almost identical to TikTok. So I've just been um, cross promoting and bringing some of my TikToks over to reels. Um, I don't think that it has quite the reach that yeah. TikTok has yet. I'm hoping that that does change up and, uh, you know, go somewhere a little bit different. I think the thing with reels though, is you don't get as many views unless you put it on your grid. And I think we still kind of want our grid grid to be like a certain look. So it kind of, it's interesting in how we use it, but even going back to TikTok, you know, the reason that I really went all in on TikTok was it was an opportunity for me to start talking about product, what I'm using and why on my clients or on myself, which is going to circle back to what we're going to really get into (laughs) today. Um, because, um, sometimes with Instagram, I couldn't really talk about product the way I wanted to do because it just didn't look or sound sexy. So I was able to kind of make it a little bit more fun on TikTok and then start to cross promote it over onto my Instagram and get clients um, more engaged on what I was using and why. I was actually, I was, I was setting you up because that's where I was going to go. Like, um, so you, so on TikTok, you're doing like more of your tutorials and the products that you're using and stuff like that on there. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's awesome. Um, I mean, let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. So, you know, you called me and we didn't talk about it. You know, you kind of, you kind of teased me a little bit about what affiliate marketing is. And, um, one of the first questions that I have is like, is it a multi-level marketing? We'll put scheme, you know, is it, is it an MLM? Because certainly over the last, I don't know, four or five years, we've seen it in the industry. We've seen the, we've seen those uh, multi-level marketing um, uh, companies come in and, you know, now our clients are asking about it, yada, yada, yada. We all know that story, but um, is it an MLM? And if it's not, how is it different? And, and just kind of give us the definition of what uh, affiliate marketing is. Perfect. I love this question. And this is why I was so excited to come and talk on your platform, because I think that we hear the word affiliate and it can sound a little yucky. Um, And I'm actually trying to think of a different sort of way to really present this because it is so um, such an amazing opportunity. So really affiliate marketing, it's definitely 1000% not an MLM. So it is not a pyramid scheme, which I am not into at all. And and really, it's a way that we can affiliate ourselves with brands that we already know and love. So we're talking about professional hair care brands that you're already using behind behind the chair in the salon. So you're basically affiliating yourselves with one or two or 10, however many brands that you already know and love, and you're able to now sell products that they then go straight to their professional website they use your link or code, you get the credit and it ships direct from the company. So it ships directly from a professional hair care company. There's no middleman. There's no, you know, sitting in two or three factories before it hits your client. It's coming straight from the source. So we're talking about brands like, can I talk about brands? So please, 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 of course. They are. Yeah. So we're talking about brands like Amica, Virtue, IGK, Finola, Design Me, Unite, in common, 
curology, verb, air, the list goes on. These are names that you know and love. So um, this actually, this list went from, I knew about four or five back in September when I really started. And now we're up to over 30 brands, professional hair care brands who have signed up and started creating codes for hairstylists. Michelle, let me ask you this. So you just named like 20 brands, right? Or whatever, it doesn't matter how many. But, <laughs> but now as a, as a hairdresser, do I have to go up and sign up individually which, with each one of those companies? Or is there like a local place where I can like just get one code for all the brands? So there is, there are a couple of ways to do it. Um, so there is a system for, um, oh my gosh, the... There's a couple of brands that are already working together that you can go through, but you're going to get a much lower commission. If you go direct through the brands, you're talking about getting commissions as high as 40% on each product you sell. So not only are you going through the brands, but you're also able to start creating deeper relationships with that brand so that you can work a little bit deeper with them. Um, and then in turn that benefits you. So I always recommend going straight through the brand because I think it's just better for yourself and the brand to develop that type of relationship. So when, when did this come on your radar? <laughs> um, so I had been working in a salon, a rather large salon for 14, 15 years, 28 chair salon. I was one of the highest retailers in my salon and um, we were starting to kind of get into um, selling online, but then my very, very small commission that I was already making on products was going to be even smaller because of the shipping and all the things that incurred with that, which is fine. I understood that, but I just kept thinking there's got to be a better way. And, you know, I'm not one of those product salesy people. I talk about product because I'm passionate about it. I really feel like I'm giving a hair care regimen. I'm custom creating a at-home um, hair care plan for each guest individually. And what I got tired of was sometimes, and we've all been there, you would go up to the front desk and you just talk to your client about all the things. And they're like, yes, I'll take all three. And you get up there and what happens? You're out of one of them. You're out of two of them. Sometimes you're out of all three. And so I just kept thinking, okay, there's got to be a better way. And then another, for instance, would be, you know, my client would be away from me for nine, 10 weeks because some clients come in every four weeks, some clients come in every six, some cl clients come in up to 10 weeks, right? Um, and they would need to buy when they were away from me. So what would they do? They would pick it up at sometimes, best case scenario, they would pick it up um, somewhere that sold it legit, right? Or best case scenario, they would come back to your salon, but a lot of guests <laughs> would li live a, you know, way too far away. Worst case scenario, they would pick it up at a drugstore. And we all know that that's when you get into those sort of yucky waters of, is it real? Is it not? How long has it been on the shelf? Is it diverted? And so I got into this because I kept thinking there has to be a better buying option. So it doesn't mean that you take away from what we're already doing in the salon, but there's got to be a better way to collaborate. So what affiliate marketing does is it gives you the option to give your client an option to buy even when they're not just sitting in your chair. Because oftentimes, you know, they, they might say they want it all, but they can't afford it all that day. So that's one, right? B, you might be, or two, you might be out of what you're trying to sell. So this just gives like a beautiful way to give options that yeah, are that, really missing. Yeah, because that's happened, you know, where, you know, I didn't have the product because uh, I ran out and then they turn around and they go purchase it on Amazon. Yeah. You know, well, this like, seems like it's exactly. the industry's, it's kind of the industry's like, uh, like left hook to Amazon, right? It's like, how do we play in their ground? Exactly. And you don't know if, if the product is legit on Amazon. I mean, it yeah. could be, in it, but it, at the same time, it, you know, it may not, it might not be. Yeah. Michelle, um, with most of the brands, like, I mean, we brought up Amazon, I guess we can talk about it. Like, like what's the turnaround time? So, so I'm your client and I need a nice, like a beard balm, you know, how do, uh, what's the turnaround time? Like how quickly am I getting that? And do I pay you or do I pay through the, uh, I guess I pay through their, the, the app then. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the beautiful thing. So since you're going direct to their website and you're buying, it can take two or three days to show up at your door. So we're not really talking about a week long thing. We're talking about normal 
shipping. So most of my clients will say to me, oh yeah, it was to me in two days. Now we're living in some kind of interesting times with the pandemic sure. and all of that. So sometimes it can take a little longer, but we're talking about normal shipping time frame. So two to three days, obviously they could overnight it if they really wanted to. So this just gives them all of the power, but then you're still able to do what we love to do, which is give them advice. And then they feel happier because now they're not just shopping to shop. They're like, oh yes, I'm going to go onto this site because, you know, Michelle told me to check out this product. And in turn, I actually think they end up buying more because you're leading them to drink the water, right? And then they're mm -hmm. seeing a couple of other things and they're checking that out as well. Is there, um, is there shipping costs for the, uh, for the clients? A lot of times there's not. And especially right now, I don't think there's shipping costs anywhere you're buying because of, you know, where, where we're at in this world. Um, so I think even say fast forward to a year or two from now, if we do, do go, go back into shipping, I think it's going to be the same as normal. So a lot of times people offer what it's uh, free shipping with anything over $50 or something right. like that. But right now everything is free shipping. Michelle, do you find that you, um, that you cross brands because you can do this? Like, I know like, like I came up in like a, uh, in like a L'Oreal salon where all they carried was L'Oreal products. Um, do you find, but I, I, one of the, what, one of the nice things about, uh, Tony and I are in a suite. Um, and one of the nice things is that I'm not like, uh, I'm not tied down to one brand. Like I can, like, there can be one product of one company that I, and this is a true story. This is true. <laughs> I actually have one product from one company that I love that, that I, that, um, although I don't carry the, the, the whole line, I carry that one product. Um, and, uh, so uh, have you been, have you found that you can do that? And, and, and do you dig that? Absolutely. And, you know, I come from a salon that we were selling like close to, I don't know, 50 brands. We had a large, humongous boutique that was downstairs that was nothing but products. But there were still products that I wanted to try or knew I loved because I tried it at a hair show or all the things that I'm doing behind the scenes for my own self. And clients would even come in and they would say, oh, have you tried so-and-so? And I always felt like I couldn't talk about it because we didn't sell it in my salon. Right. And so I think that you can actually cross promote yourself. You can reach out and go to more brands and you become more of an authentic seller because now you get to talk about anything you want. Now you get to sell whatever you're loving now or, you know, in the future, if you change your mind. And then also if you are in a small suite or you work in a small salon, we know that you don't have the room for say 50 brands. Most people do not have the room for even three or four brands. So now you can promote what's on your shelves and you can also talk about what's not. And I think that actually that just makes us more valuable because we're able to have deeper relationships that connect on a deeper level. So I have a question. So um, I go to, you know, a brand and I, I'm going to sign up to get my code. Do they vet? Do they know? Do, do you got to put your like license number in? I mean, how do they know that you are a legitimate hairdresser? Question. Fabulous question. Yes. Every single person that you sign up for, you have to be a hairstylist. You have to put in um, information about yourself, including your cosmetology license. So that's what makes this so important and so amazing is because it's only for us. It's only for the hairstylist. It's only for the hair care professional. And so um, it's really all about what we can bring to the table for these brands. And truly, I say it all the time, we are the the hair care experts. We are, we are people who know all types of hair. We don't just know our own. So even though, even if we're getting, um, even if we're getting value from say bloggers who are using their favorite shampoo, they only know their own hair because they never went to school to learn more. So we know long hair, short hair, dark hair, light hair, all textures of hair. Mm -hmm. So I think that we're really, really valued in that. And so back to your question, yes, you have to be a, um, you have to be a licensed cosmetologist and it's only for us. That's awesome. Hey, so um, <clears throat> I have to ask the question, right? What, uh, how are the distributors feeling about that? Cause you're kind of sidestepping like some of these distributors. <laughs> Well, I don't really think that you are completely. So I've, I've I had this question asked several times. So the beautiful thing is that we really are all able to work together. So even me as um, a salon owner and as an independent hairstylist, so there's going to be times where I'm still going to order product from my 
distributor. And I do that often. I do that monthly. And also, if you're wanting to use them behind the chair, you're still going to go through your distributor, right? So you're not really cutting them off because it's all working together. Mm -hmm. And the brands that have signed up are still in agreements with distributors. So I don't really think that it's one versus the other. I think this is really just our beautiful chance to start helping clients understand um, authentic buying and authentic selling versus non-authentic so it's really our chance to help stop diversion once and for all and plus in the <laughs> times that we're living in right now where you know I, I you know for me only half of my clients have returned since COVID uh since you know we've opened up the salons in, in the state of Maryland but it it allows our clients who are afraid to come into the salon to still get the products that they're used to getting uh right on their doorstep Preach. absolutely I I mean, it's such a beautiful option for our clients and it really makes them feel valued and cared for because we're definitely saying, you know what, like this system doesn't have all the answers. We're not taking away from it. We're just adding another layer to help both the client and the hairstylist. Yeah. At the end of the day, my, my focus is to take care of my client. And this is just another avenue for me to take care of my client. You know what, and I'm going to, I'm going to bring this up and this is going to be a touchy uh, uh, subject, but um, I certainly know that there's a lot of brands that expect you as a salon owner to take care of them. And I think, and I think that was a great point that you just brought up that, you know, my job isn't to take care of the product companies. My job is to take care of my clients. Now I want to use the product companies. I want to use the product company so I can take care of my clients, but, but, um, but you know, just you have to use this brand or only this brand or this. I mean, I love the idea of, of the cross promotion kind of thing. Also, as a suite owner, I'm um, like you said. Not only do I not have space, but I don't have a lot of money that I can throw that I can just keep on the shelves too. You know, particularly in these times, like Tony was saying, like you know, we're, we're slow to kind of get back to get back to whatever our new normal is going to be. You know, like like I I need to free up some money. So what a great way to free up money in two ways. One, I'm not holding it on my shelf. Right. Because, yep. you know, you can have fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars on your shelf from one brand just having a couple of products. And that's a small them. brand. And that's a small brand. Right. Um, or um, and just and here's my big thing, Michelle, is I took all my products off my shelf because because it just became it became a very tedious thing to to clean it all with, with, with the covid thing. You know, so I'm, I'm literally thinking about taking down my shelves and putting up more cabinets in there you know, and yeah. have my products in my cabinets. But if we, if, if we take this approach, you know, all you're doing is you're, you're just basically, you just have your, well, correct me because you've done this, but so basically you just have your back bar and, and the stuff that you're using on your station and then everything else, you're kind of like, you know, contracting out in a weird way. But onto that note, uh, when I first left uh, a big, we left a big salon that carried, you know, a huge brand and, you know, and you're used to this brand. And I really like this brand. I'm going to have my studio suite that I couldn't just order order the the bits that I liked of the brand I had to order the complete line and there's no way in a small studio suite that I could order that huge you know that huge brand everything in the brand and so therefore I had to you know find a new direction which I did which I I carry a product that I love now (laughs) but you know it this will allow you like you said to be able to maybe carry or recommend those small few products that you are used to and you can you know continue to serve your clients with the best absolutely i think that that's so important to understand because you know sometimes the buy-in is two thousand three thousand dollars and sometimes the buy-in is up to ten or twelve thousand dollars and we're buying in with these ginormous skews and we already know when we buy in like we're buying it because of the seven skews that we love Mm-hmm. What about the, the other 10 SKUs? So it goes back to really being strategic and being authentic and not just now having to sell it because we have it, but selling it because we know they're going to love it. I always come back to it's the client first. And when we all really understand that, everybody wins. The brand wins, the client wins, absolutely. And the hairstylist starts to win. And you know what? We deserve it. We deserve a bigger chunk of the pie because we work really, really hard. And this is finally a way to give us a way to make money. That's not just using our bodies behind the chair with our physical selves. This gives us an opportunity to really take what we already do and love and profit beyond that. That And I kind of like the, uh, 
idea of this kind of biting those kind of brands in the butt a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're not competitive at all. No. <laughs> you know what's you know what's interesting too is that it comes back to like uh like the supply and demand. Like like you were saying, like some of the brands are paying up to I, I'm putting words in your mouth, but correct me where I'm wrong. But some of the brands are paying up to forty percent for 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 in you know as an affiliate, you know, yeah. so now the brands are like, well, if they're paying 40%, then <laughs> we have to lift ours up. So people sell more of our brands. Is that kind of what's going on? Yeah, it is. And um, a lot of brands are paying 35 and 40%, which is remarkable. And when I first went down this lane, there were a few brands that were paying 10% and they, I mean, quick, <laughs> we're not offering 10% anymore. So yes, you're exactly right. And I have to say too, that even though we're kind of like, you know, um, you know, you said, I don't know what your words were, but giving it to the brands, I have to say the brands are loving this too. I know it may not seem like they are at first, but I have deep relationships with brands now where, you know, we are contacting each other and they are asking me questions and they are just as excited about this, which really, I think proves that this is not something that's just here for the pandemic we are in. This is something that's going to continue to evolve and better our industry. Yeah. And, you know, the brands are still going to make their money, right? So it's like, you know, when they, they're they still getting their share of what their, their market's price is, yes. right? So you're, you're just getting the, the commission. You're getting more of the commission, well, I, the, the 100% markup, you know. I had a question in my head and you kind of led me into it is that you know, let's, let's use, let's use simple numbers, right? Like, like in the salon, a $10 product cost us five bucks, right? Well, if they're paying us 40%, right now, they're still making that 60 on top of that. Now there might be a couple, there might be a little shipping cost on there and stuff like that, but, but they're now, now they've actually, they've actually, and don't forget, they sell to distributors first, you know, they sell to, to distributors at about 25% of what we pay for it. Distributors doubles the price and gives it to us for five bucks. And now we're doubling the price and giving it to our clients. So they're making bucks. more money. So they're making more money in the long run too. So it worked, it actually works out great for them, regardless of what that, um, what that commission is. And, and, you know, the 10%, that was that was the salons because the salons have to make money too, right? I mean, they're taking all the risk by having it all the sh on the shelves. So, yeah, I mean, by 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 limiting the middlemen, you know, the the, the brands are going to make make more money. They have to sell half as many products for the same profit thing. I'm throwing numbers out. I clearly don't know this stuff, but but just as it, as it spins through my head, you like like it is a benefit to them as well. I mean, the only place that the brands, if we can talk honestly about this, Michelle, give me the thumbs up. She won't give me the thumbs up. She did. <laughs> but, she no, did. I did. But, she gave but me two thumbs up. But but is the old marketplace. And like I said, I came up in a L'Oreal salon. L'Oreal salon has a really great, uh, the salon has a really great relationship with L'Oreal. So it's really those salons that, 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 that those relationships might, might falter a little bit. I, as I see it, you know, like if I'm a, if I'm a big company uh, uh, product, you know, like again, L'Oreal or, or with, with, uh, with the other companies that we were with, the other brands that they were with, you know, it's like, there's no longer that leverage, right? There's no longer that leverage that the salon has over those to selling products. But you know, I think, the, I think the marketplace is changing, you know? Yeah. And, and which is good. I mean, it's constantly evolving and it's, you know, evolving to benefit the hairdresser which um I'm, and, and I'm the digging. client and the client i'm and digging the client yeah i mean it, it's a it's a win-win-win-win-win for the industry because again we're competing with amazon which which we could never compete with before i mean i remember for years like like and michelle i'm gonna hold you to the diversion conversation because um we've been told that but i've never been a big believer that there's that much diversion out there i think i think it's something that the brands tell us to talk about to keep to keep uh to keep the relationship with with the, the loyalty the loyalty but i don't i don't necessarily know if that's true you know there's certainly a couple cases that i've heard about but for the most part I, I think that I, I think that that even Amazon and stuff is, is probably on the up and up um, but but what this does is now there's no you don't have to there's no worry right, right? I, I love it man I, I I'm, I'm actually sold in I mean when we get off air I want to I want you to I want you to text me all the brands that are that are um, that are that are affiliated with it I, I'm, I'm hoping that the brand that I carry in my salon is because I love it but I actually think they they have their own affiliate thing because what can, is it what's your brand uh uh, uh color wow color wow okay so they're i they're in the works 
Yeah, I know. We've heard. <laughs> They're in the works. Yeah. Um, and Murphy? then just to backtalk for a second, because you were talking about L'Oreal, I want to take the opportunity to say that they're on board too. L'Oreal is on board. Redken is on board. Um, Matrix is on board. Biolage is on board. So those Yay. product companies that you might be worried aren't, they're all on board. They're all doing it. That's awesome. That is so... Any word cool. on Kevin Murphy? Um, they are still out, but... <laughs> we'll get we're, we'll we're working on them. Hey, 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 listen, Kevin today. Murphy, listen up. Yeah, Kevin. We have 30 plus brands. That's incredible. We went from having four to 30 in, I don't know, four months. Okay, Michelle. Uh, you, keep, you, you keep owning it as we. So, uh, so, so how are you involved? Where are you involved? And, like, and like, is there benefits for you having this conversation with us today? When I say we, I mean we as a hairstylist community. When I okay. say we, I talk about our industry. When I say we... I say it because we hairstylists deserve this. We hairstylists deserve to go from maybe making 50 to 100 bucks extra a month, giving our clients hair care regimens to customize their hair to make them love it, to now having an opportunity to make 500 to 800 extra dollars a month. When I say we, I am fighting for our industry. And that is why I'm having this conversation right now. We means. I have nothing at stake. I have nothing in this. I have not been paid one dime to talk about any brands thus far. When I say we, I started this because I believe in our industry and I think that we are one of the best industries and um, we just, we truly deserve to make a better living and this can change our lives. That's why we love you, Michelle. Dude, I want to run through a wall for her now, man. Right. But <laughs> legit like like this makes sense i mean i think that this has been the missing piece that we've all been uh it only took a pandemic to get here but this is the, <laughs> this is the missing piece that that kind of um that that our industry is missing i mean i know that i know that when we've talked about this a lot as a suite owner you know we get ignored a lot by the uh by by the by the uh distributors and stuff like literally we have two out of all the distributors that are in the DC area, we have two guys that show two people, two people that show up all the time. And, and I don't know, I got, I got to usually text my order in, uh, which is fine, which is great. <laughs> I have that, but uh, I don't see them freak uh, it, it, nearly as much as I used to. I actually don't mind texting it in. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, neither do I, you know, cause he's not trying to push it, but right. uh, we still don't get, you know, like in a salon, they come weekly, yeah. you know, uh, it might be months. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, again, the old salon that I was at, like, they're just, they're, they're, their rep would come in and would spend hours in the salon, but, you know, exactly. and I'm not mad at them because, you know, no. listen, they're in business to make money too, and, and, you know, they're just not going to make it, but, I mean, this is really a way for, for the suites to play in that same, in the, in play, you know, in uh, that same, it helps, it benefits us tremendously. And as a matter of fact, to do better than, right, because, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, again, I'm going to throw out numbers, you said, like, like you get a hundred instead of making a hundred dollars. Well, that means you've sold a thousand dollars with the retail that month and you're going to get a hundred dollars. But you know, now with the affiliate marketing, you know, you're getting like 350, 400 bucks. I mean, that's real money. Look, I didn't have a product. I, I text my rep say, do you guys have this in? They said, no, we're out, but you know, go ahead and have her buy it through you and we'll, we'll ship it to her. And so I, that's what I did. I gave him her address, but by the time they charged me and shipped it to her, I paid for the shipping. And I'm, I think I made, uh like Nothing. yeah like three or four bucks i'm like <laughs> yeah. uh why i feel like i got tricked <laughs> <laughs> you did you did get tricked. right <laughs> but uh yeah i'm excited michelle uh what what has, has there been any um i don't want to use the word drawbacks because i don't really see any drawback but have there been any honest honest be honest for a sec have there been any challenges with the affiliate marketing for myself or for the industry? What do you mean exactly? Like from salons I mean, I mean, or distributors? Using, or... I mean, just by using it and by going through the motion. You've already done it, right? So have there been any, right. like, have there been any like clients like get their product at a slow pace? Have there been any kind of like, uh, like, like negatives or has it just gone like so awesome? I feel like there's really not been any negatives. I think when I first started kind of telling my clients, they were like, oh, so it's not here. And then I'm like, no. And then I would 
show them the sort of way that they were going to buy. And I'd be like, throw it, you know, pull it up on your phone. Let me show you why you're sitting here. And then they're like, oh, oh, okay. That's exciting. So no, I mean, there's not any drawbacks because now they're, they have the luxury to buy whenever it's convenient for them. Mm -hmm. They have the option to wait two days if they need to and still get the product. And I think that the benefits far outweigh anything that I can even think of, which is nothing right now. And, and you figure, and they're used to because there's so many people now are ordering their food. They're pr- purchasing purchasing everything online. You know, yeah. and they'll just show up to and, and they load it up into their car or whatever. So mm-hmm. now it's the time to get them used to it because now you know they're they're used to doing other things online. I love it. Yeah. There's, I, I mean, I, I mean, I was just looking for controversy. I'm just so in love with the, with, with this idea. I want this idea and this thought. It's so <laughs> awesome, man. I know I really can't think of any I mean I think that most people love to buy online um I think we're all doing it in some way shape or form so this is definitely a luxury not a setback do you ever grab their phone and go you need this 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 and this send (laughs) so actually what I do it's um really cute so you know of course it's COVID so I'm not really grabbing anybody's phone but I always say (laughs) go to this website and then I say when you leave here I'm actually going to send you um a message would you like that via text or email and then they tell me and if they say text message just so you know that means they are excited and they want it now right yeah. so then i send them the link of either my link that's all organized with all the brands or i send them the specific brand that we spoke about and i'll either screenshot or write out what it is they need so then they get a personal message from me that says thank you so much i loved our time together here's the website here's the product you're going to buy I hope you enjoy it so much because I know you will. That is amazing. Michelle, can we role play for a sec? Absolutely. So, so, and, and we're not really going to role play. You're just going to tell me what you do. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I'm a first time client, not a first time client to you, but first time where you're going to break this, uh, this affiliate marketing um, um, news. To, not break. That sounds terrible. You're going to tell me about affiliate marketing. Can you, um, what's that conversation like with your clients? I mean, because here, I've, I've, you, listen, I'm 50 years old. I've been in the salon. <laughs> I've been in salons a million times in my life. At the end of the, at the end of, you're going to meet me at the desk. You're going to put three products in front of me. And and that's a routine that I'm used to. So, so what's the conversation to break that routine? So I love this question and I have it almost every single day now um, (laughs) in some way, shape or form. So basically that conversation is going to go, um, you're going to talk about the products as you always do. So this is the shampoo I'm using and this is why this is the blowout cream I'm using and this is why hey I wanted to let you know that I have such an amazing buying opportunity for you today so instead of you taking it home with you today you're actually going to conveniently shop when you want it so you actually spoke to me earlier and you said you were almost out of shampoo so I don't know if that meant that you had about three weeks left or two days left but you can actually buy that at your convenience and let me show you how. And then they say, wait, what? And I'm like, bring out your phone. And then they say, okay. And then I either I'll bring out my phone at the same time and quick send them the link. Or I say, pull up my Instagram. If they, if I know that they're really involved with Instagram and I say, click the link in my bio and then it pops up. So now they're a part of the experience. And then they say, Oh my gosh, you offer all of these brands. And I say, yes, now go to virtue because that's what I'm going to talk to you about right now. And then they click on it and then they say, Oh my gosh, it says I'm buying with Michelle Pritchard hair. I'm like, I know this is my own special website that I've developed just for you. Now scroll on down. Do you see that shampoo right there? That's the one that we use today. And then they say, okay, great. I'm going to go ahead and put it in my cart right now. So I don't forget. And then I say, awesome. Now you have everything at your fingertips. And if you ever have any questions at all, don't hesitate to reach out. So if you love this shampoo, and then you start to think about that blow dry cream that you can't remember we've talked about, just message me and I'll let you know which one that was. And if you want, I can actually just send you a couple of screenshots when you leave here of products that I think that you'll love in the future. And then they say, yes, that would be great. That's brilliant. (laughs) And clients want to do that. They want to help you anyways, because, you know, so that's fantastic. So, all right. So how can our hairdressers learn more about the affiliate program? How can they learn about you and how can they follow you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? All right. So first of all, I just want to give you some opportunities for how you can figure out if the brands that you already know and love are a part of this. You're simply going to go to their website. So whatever brand that is, 
that you are obsessed with, you go to their website and you're going to either look at the click down menu and you're going to look for the words, buzzwords, carriers, become an affiliate or pro account. And when you see one of those three words, I want you to click on that and then you're going to know immediately if they have an affiliate program. And if they do, ding, 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 this is your chance to sign up. It literally takes a few minutes. You're going to put in your information and you have signed up. And it usually takes them about two or three days to confirm you because like we said earlier, they want to make sure that you are an actual hairstylist with a cosmetology license. So that is the first step. If you want to learn more about what I've been talking about during this podcast, you can actually head over to my Instagram at Michelle Pritchard Hair. And then also I've dedicated an Instagram just to this movement and helping empower hairstylists. And it's called The Empowered Hairstylist. And so on that page, you're going to find so many hot tips on how to get started in affiliate marketing and really trying to figure out if this would work for you and your business. I love it, Michelle. We're, we're just, we're, we're such big fans of you and yours. And I mean, just from the first moment that we met again in LA, like, 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 <laughs> like I, I, I knew that we would, I, I, I just knew that we would work together because you're just so dynamic and, and you're just, you're just doing amazing stuff. And, and I mean, from the industry, I, we appreciate you more, more, more than you probably know. Cause I know a lot of times we, um, we put out a lot of content and we're like, eh, not quite getting the love or is this worth it? Or is it worth the time and the commitment? And I'm going to tell you that everything that you're doing is worth your time and is worth your commitment. And, and just thank you for everything that you do for the industry. hundred percent. We love you. Thank you. Keep it up. And um, you know, we're, we look forward to, to watching you continuously. Yeah. And like thank I said, you. I'm, I'm, de- I'm definitely in, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm going to do the next steps and trying to figure it, figure it all out. And then, well, actually, you know, my next step is what the hell do I do with all the products that's on my shelf right now? <laughs> it's my next, <laughs> the next step. And then shall I be an affiliate, right? right. <laughs> that's crazy. Michelle Pritchard, once again, thank you very, very much for hanging out with us. Thank you for giving us your knowledge and, and your passion because, boy, was it passionate. Um, and, and I mean that definitely as a compliment. Um, Michelle Pritchard, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Thank you. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> Yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, That's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease.